Hi team and welcome to this week's Market Shapers. I'm very excited to be joined by Derek Hendricks of our Ebby Halliday Cedar Creek Lake office. Derek, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate, appreciate it. Um, I always kind of like starting with everybody's uh, background and you kind of have a neat background because you've been in real estate, but maybe not as a real estate agent, but you've got a really wide way of experience. So maybe just talk a little bit about your background. Sure. Uh, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Um, so I am um, an entrepreneur by trade. I've been uh, doing real estate in the building sense as a builder and remodeler for probably, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah. And uh, so I've been around it for a very long time. And did, am I right? Did you get started in Oklahoma? Is that? I did. Yeah. Yes. Um, I started in Oklahoma and actually went back to Oklahoma when we had the big recession. Okay. Because Oklahoma, their market was only down about four points or so. And so it had a pretty good uh, market there. And um, so I went there and did some work for redoing some buildings and stuff like that. And I knew when to come back to Dallas, in the, the <laughs> Texas area. And so in uh, 2012, I came back. So talk to me about the thought process when you were thinking about, you know, you're doing building, you know, you're a builder, you're doing some remodeling as well. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like it was a natural progression to then get a real estate license to start moving in that direction? Or someone kind of give you the idea like, hey, Derek, you're missing out on this. You know, so kind of how did that come about? So, um, you know, as a builder, you don't have to have a license, yeah. as you know. And um, I knew I wanted to continue, and I didn't want to necessarily be a builder all the time, be a, right. a full-time builder anymore. So I thought, well, the next best thing is to become a realtor and take my expertise, and my experience, um, knowing how to work with clients, knowing how to work with builders, knowing, understanding the industry, yeah. and taking that into a real estate license and developing a career with that. Yeah. And so, and I got to think when you're working with clients now, one of the really great benefits they get from working with you is this knowledge base that you have from a true intimate understanding of, of housing, you know, from a building perspective, a remodeling yes. perspective. Yes. Um, I actually have clients, actually some of my core clients are builders. Yeah. Uh, because I uh, understand the bottom line, I understand, <laughs> I understand what, it, what it means to need to move that product. Yeah. Um, and I also work with them to design uh, some of their builds to make it more marketable. Right. And so uh, that definitely has helped in that process yeah. of, of, of gaining uh, the, uh, the entry level, if you will, to builders and speak their language. Yeah. And you're, one of, you're one of us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like absolutely. That. absolutely. And that's been a big core of, of what I've been doing, right. uh, especially at Cedar Creek Lake. So, yeah. So talking about Cedar Creek Lake now, now when you originally got started with us, you were with our Dave Perry Miller brand. Correct. And then what was the precipitous of you going from, you know, here in town to heading out to the lake? So um, I got my license in 2015 and uh, immediately knew I was going to join uh, Abby or Dave Perry Miller, one of the two. Right. And so um, the Debbie, uh, excuse me, the Dave Perry Miller office was closer to where I was on Jettle Creek. So I thought, what a great, you know, fit. So I went in and interviewed. It turned out great. So I went there. I was there about six months or so. And then I saw the market shaping towards the lake eventually because at that time, places were starting to come alive again. Right. People were starting to buy. It was starting to hit, starting to hit. So I thought, let me be on the, the turning curve of that and go out to Cedar Creek Lake where ultimately I wanted to be anyway just for the peace and relaxation, let's yeah, be yeah. honest, but also to be able to work in an environment that I felt really comfortable. Yeah. And um, so it was kind of a best of both worlds. That's yeah, why I did it, that. it was kind of, it was strategic from Correct. a business perspective, but personal too because you Correct. kind of felt that heart calling saying this is the environment that I kind of want to be a Absolutely. part of every day. 100%, 100%. 
And so um, at that point, when you were thinking about doing that, had Ebby opened up the Cedar Creek Lake office at that time? No. Then? No. So what happened was, um, so I put my license on hold and I went back into doing construction and, and um, uh, remodeling and, and building and stuff like that. Um, and I said to myself, well, eventually I'm going to just have to commute back and forth right. and join an Abbey or go back to Dave Perry Miller. Yeah. Um, about that time, I started hearing the, the buzz that they were opening an office. Yeah. Um, I knew a few agents at the lake. I didn't have any contacts. I literally didn't really know anyone there. Right. I didn't have like a, 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 a will of you know, phone numbers to go through and create business. So I had some uh, agents that were Abbey Holiday agents. And they said, you know, we're hoping, we're fighting, we're pushing, we're, we're trying to, you know, show them, you know, how great it would be to have an office here and blah, blah, blah. And so um, I thought, let me wait, let me see. And uh, there it came. Yeah. Literally. It, it was like, there it was. And I was just like, wow. And so I'm such a fan of the brand. And uh, I thought, that's where I'm going to hang my license. Yeah. So you were one of the originals. Um, I was about, uh, not quite a year, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, had, I wanted to get it let it get established, and then I wanted to build my own marketing process Yeah. before I, because I had been out of, you know, I'd only started briefly for a little while. Right. And then I thought, I want to put together a marketing campaign, and I want to hit it, and I want to hit it right. Yeah. And so um, I took my time and did that when it comes to branding, to marketing, um, everything, and then I went and interviewed, and... Here we are. Here we are. Well, let's kind of dig into that marketing and branding, because I think... You know, one of the things when folks are thinking about getting into real estate, you know, one of the common uh, fears that I will hear from some people is, well, I didn't grow up here. Right. Or I didn't live in this part of town where I wanted, where I, did, I now live. I grew up over here. I grew up over there. And this belief that if you did not grow up or at least spend a significant amount of part of your life in this particular area, well, you just can't be a real estate agent in that area. And you are proof that that's not necessarily true. So when you said you wanted to take some time to build a marketing and a branding campaign because you weren't from Cedar Creek Lake, you were not one of those, you weren't a lake kid growing up there, mm. you know, where everyone knows you and everyone knew your family. So tell us about it. How did you so quickly be kind of, you know, establish yourself there and become successful when you didn't have that network of people? Um, I decided, like I mentioned earlier, is I put a marketing strategy together. And I thought, um, I'm going to take my experience from being a builder, to take my experience from being an entrepreneur in general, and combine that together and create a real estate career there. Right. And so I went everywhere from uh, doing branding on billboards mm -hmm. to um, uh, print marketing, uh, lead generation, knocking on doors, yeah. being on the boat, need a realtor, you know, yeah. whatever it took. And, uh, and it worked, it paid off, um, and it still is. And I'm just fortunate that I was able to take my experience from before and just turn it into something that I really wanted to do there at the lake. Yeah, and have you found, and, and I think that's such a great lesson, right, is that because yes, you know, ideally we're all striving to get to a point where we get a lot of business via referrals of past right. clients, friends, and family. When you don't have that stable yet, mm -hmm. then do some of those tried and true things of just getting your face and name out there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I actually met um, a realtor when I first went back to decide to do real estate. And uh, she actually was born and raised in the area. And I literally, had, I think I'd moved away just for a few years, maybe for college or something. Right. And she came back. And um, so I was able to see how she took her influence of people that she knew and everything else and how she was able to create that 
So I thought, well, I'm gonna have to do that, again, like I was mentioning, on the other side. So I'll take my experience and uh, my knowledge and start meeting people and using that versus actually knowing them and getting in the front. I'll give you an example. I was, I remember this, this is still ingrained in my brain. I was uh, showing a house and um, when I was closing up, the client had already gone, moved on, they had to come back to Dallas. And this guy dr drives up and he says, can I help you? This is, my, this is kind of my neighborhood, you know, uh, I'm the president of the POA here. <laughs> and I said, hey, I'm Derek Hendricks, I'm Realtor at Debbie Holiday Realtors. And I introduced myself and he said, oh, okay, so I do a lot of, I do a lot of building around here. So that's instantly, my instinct kicked in and I thought, well, that's the opportunity is to be able to, even though I'm not from here, right. to take the opportunity of someone who he was born and raised there. And for an outsider that he didn't know, I, but I spoke his language, mm -hmm. I was able to uh, communicate how effective I would be to be able to sell the product that he needed to. Yeah. And he liked what I had to say. And then roughly about two weeks later when he gave me his first home, he said, oh, by the way, I saw your new billboards. And I said, oh, he said, that's when I made that decision. Mm. He said, I like the fact that you were proactive. He said, you know, no one knows you here, but you made sure by putting your face and your name out there that when they do meet you and they do see you, they have something to associate with yeah. that. You know, and it's funny, we talk a lot to our new agents in, in training about, you know, don't be a secret agent. You know, you know, wear a name pad badge where mm -hmm. you go, people know you are. You know, that's taken it to like the whole, like I'm name badge, billboard, you know. And, right. and, and I, you know, again, I'm not from here, but I'm going to make sure that people become aware of who I am, which is yeah. outstanding. And the fascinating part about it, there are, and I'm not talking about those big, huge, large billboards yeah. that you see on the road. Yeah. There are realtors who do that, and I think it's great. Yeah. Mine are actually more uh, the smaller um, roadside. Mm -hmm. We're more visible when you're driving. Yeah. I, I purposely did it that way just to be able to create that sense of um, more personal, like I'm yeah. here instead of way up here, yeah, yeah, look yeah. at me. Yeah. I'm down here with you, let's, let's, let's do business, here's my face, here's my name, yeah. that kind of thing. And that's smart and strategic and I think maybe a little bit more of an accessible option, you know, because somebody's Absolutely. like, oh, billboard, how much would it cost a billboard? And but more affordable. Yeah, but when it's something that, again, I can see it without craning my neck, Absolutely. Um, that's totally different. Um, you said something that I thought was interesting because you've, you've mentioned this, is that with builders speaking their language, but you've also talked a little bit about um, when you're with clients, mm. what they might be saying is not exactly what is truly happening. And so that ability to kind of hear what they're really trying to convey, even if maybe it's not the exact words that you're using. And so right. talk to me a little bit about if that's a skill set you developed while, you're with a bit, while, you, while you were a builder and mm -hmm. clients would say, we're really looking for this kind of house, but what you were hearing from them was something totally different. Exactly, yes. Um, so give me an example. Let's say um, somebody that wanted um, a huge open concept, four bedrooms, four baths, you know, 3,500 square feet, but they necessarily didn't qualify for that. Mm -hmm. um, and the realtor was asking, you know, my product's not moving. Well, then I explained to him that, well, the market dictates where we go. So in my opinion, we need to develop and build product that dictate where we go. Right. And that was one of the number one things that caught this one particular builder's attention. Um, and he said, okay, I get what you're saying. Because he was trying to build, and not to be derogatory, but he was trying to build for his, his uh, earnings, yeah, his pocketbook. Yeah. Yeah. And he then started realizing I'm missing, I'm missing the gap here. 
And that's what I was able to uh, communicate with him about building something that's more price effective, uh, cost effective that resonates to people that are here at the lake, off water and on water. Yeah. And since then, he's blown up and has done amazing. And people, you know, love his product. I mean, his homes are gorgeous. Right. And I'm very blessed and I'm very thankful to be able to to to, uh, to market them for him. And so it's kind of like sometimes as agents, we're doing the Da Vinci Code, right? Like it's like. Here's right. what we're putting out in front of you, but now we have to decipher it and figure out what really it is mm -hmm. someone's after. Yeah. And so that's part of it is being able to talk with those clients and um, understand if, you know, uh, large islands in the kitchen versus, you know, an L-shaped island, uh, those kind of things. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're talking with builders, you know, some builders, they want to build trying to make it as cost effective as possible. But if they could spend maybe another, you know, four or five hundred dollars, it actually could make the product sell a lot quicker, multiple yeah. offers, um, and then s set a name for yourself that then now people are waiting for you to watch you're going to build yeah. and to watch it and see it. So, Talk to me a little bit about, you know, being um, a professional in the Cedar Creek Lake community, how much of it is your marketing is, is targeted to now? Is it targeted towards that area versus, you know, here closer to, you know, Dallas-Fort Worth because there is so much second homes right. and crossover mm -hmm. there like do you still kind of market here and there and because you know that it's a transitory area for folks absolutely yeah 100 percent um i have listings uh here in the dallas area and i have probably for about a year actually 2019 was my very first full year of being a realtor yeah and um i was uh wasn't expecting when i first started to do both back and forth dallas fort worth area um, as well as the lake, but when I started seeing the need for my clients, mm -hmm. they, they, they appreciated the service that I provided, and they appreciated the brand of Ebby. Um, and so they thought, well, you know what, why don't we talk about selling my, my Dallas home? Um, and so that's what got it started. And yeah. so now I go in and I market to, um, to people in certain areas that I would like to work, in different neighborhoods uh, that I've sold in. And, um, and then I also work with uh, clients that, like I said, have multiple homes who are one, maybe I have a client right now who's looking to sell their house in Carrollton, I'm gonna be listing, and they're gonna move out to the lake full time. So I'm buying, you know, gonna help them buy a house in, at the lake and then turn around and sell their Carrollton house. Right. So, and I'm seeing that happen quite a bit. So yeah. it's more about the word of mouth, it's about getting in front of the individual. Um, I do a lot of um, other stuff like with, you know, marketing as in typical like Facebook and things of that nature. Um, but uh, primarily it comes from just the word of mouth and them yeah. enjoying the process yeah. with me. Yeah, Sorry, and then they're provide. telling other people about Correct. it as well. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in, so uh, of your clientele over that last year, you know, how much of it were folks that made the Lake community their full-time home versus secondary, like this was, they were looking for a secondary, you know, uh, weekend home? I've been shocked, actually, I, to see how many people are uh, commuting, and I don't really have a percentage or a number, right. but um, every, I would say every probably three weeks or four weeks, yeah, probably once, one, at least once a month, if not maybe a little more, yeah. I have someone saying, we're thinking about relocating, or we're setting up for our retirement, so we're gonna go ahead and move here mm -hmm. to the lake and just commute back and forth. Uh, you'd be surprised, I was shocked, how many people I have that actually commute daily. Yeah. You know, of course, a lot of, most of them work around the downtown area. Yeah. So the commute is only 50 minutes to an hour, depending on where they are, an hour Which 15. could be the same as a lot of suburbs Exactly, right? Here, yeah. Yes, it took me yeah. that, yeah, it took me that yeah. long to get here. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I, um, I do see that happen, that trend 
is, is, is growing. Uh, a lot of infrastructure is being put into the mm -hmm. lake when it comes to uh, restaurants and shopping and entertainment and things of that nature. And so I am starting to see people gravitate towards that. Mm -hmm. And I think that allows them the opportunity to say, okay, I could see myself here more full time. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I wish I, I need to get the numbers on that though. Yeah, I'm just curious. And then, yeah. and when, when they are look when you work with your clients who are looking for a home at, at the lake, um, what are some of the common things that when someone's looking to buy a lake house that you find yourself always kind of scouting for? Is it certain areas of the lake? Is it the house needs to have this, this type of dock? What are some of the things that, you know, lake buyers are typically looking for? Hmm. Typically, it would be one, obviously, waterfront. Mm -hmm. uh, but you'd be surprised. There are, there are a nice probably 20, 25% that don't even have to be on the water as long as they have water access. Mm. So that's a nice little thing. Um, besides waterfront, it would be probably the, at least a three bedroom, two bath, um, maybe something with a yard, uh, bigger than say a quarter of an acre. Yeah. You know, they want something that's maybe a half an acre. Um, and a dock is definitely, um, people get into these big party docks that there's two, two tier. Yeah. After you live there, you don't utilize it. So most people, so I try to educate them that even though that's a huge expense, mm -hmm. you know, and, and try to explain that you might use that once a year. But typically, they just want something to go out and maybe fish on, yeah. put their boat, put their jet skis, whatever water toys they have. Um, the other big thing is if they're going to be there full-time they have children, they are looking at some of the school systems around the area. And we do have some great school systems in the area. And then also the commute. Yeah. That commute, being able to say, okay, I can actually make it to downtown Dallas and this side of the lake in 50 minutes. Right. And so those are some of the key. Yeah. Um, they don't, when it comes to neighborhoods and those kind of things, at the, we're at the lake, so yeah. you're gonna you're gonna have a you have a mixture of everything and anything in one neighborhood, so that's really not the, one of the biggest factors. It's more of you know the ones I spoke about. Right. You know the other thing too. I'm curious if, if it comes up because you know often more often than not here uh, in town when someone sells a house, you know they are taking all their personal belongings with them. Yes. Do you come across at the lake that oftentimes that personal property becomes part of the transaction? Oh, too? absolutely. Are you gonna leave all this stuff or? Yes, actually, um, that's more prevalent than I even ever thought it would right. be. Um, they, you will be surprised how many people in general do not want to have to mess with selling their stuff or moving or packing up that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a vacation area for a lot of them. So in their mind, they're like, okay, we're leaving this vacation behind and we're leaving all the furniture behind as well. Yeah. And so um, that is a nice, that resonates with a lot of buyers because they see the fact, okay, now I can actually just, like a turnkey, move in, ready. Um, I actually do a lot of those myself when it comes to listings. And um, I'm, I was surprised to see the amount of people that enjoy that. Even when it comes down to, you know, plates and dishes and everything else. It, it's full, kind of a one-stop shop. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say is, when it comes to boats and jet skis, that was also something that was kind of interesting to me, is how many people want to sell their boat and their jet skis along with everything else. Yeah. So it literally is a one-stop shop. Literally, you can <laughs> close on you know, Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, and have the keys, and then you have your jet ski and your boat and your furniture, and you just show up with your clothes, and it's time to have a- I'm a in, night. let's do it. Let's have, yeah. let's have Fourth of July. Yeah. And it's ready to go. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, you know, and I think, I know we have a lot of agents uh, within the Ebby Holiday companies that you know sell here, but they also sell some at the lake, or some of our, there's a lot of amazing lake communities around North Texas, which, are, which is really great. You know, but I would say those that um, do not traditionally do that don't have the don't have the familiarity with it. One of the great things about having you and the other amazing Ebby agents down there at the lake now is 
because there are some unique aspects of selling in that market, you mm -hmm. know, to have that resource now to be able to transition clients off to. And I'm, I'm guessing some of that's what it happens is, is you've become more well known and, and some of our other great agents there too, there's those referral opportunities too within the company. Absolutely. Um, and I will, I just finished last week doing Ninja. Highly recommend it, whoever's listening. <laughs> great, thank you for the endorsement. Ab yeah. Absolutely, I'm serious. It, it taught, it, it was interesting to see how much of the Ninja I already do, mm -hmm. but how it actually put the systems in place. Yeah, and that's the common thing that I hear. Like, it wasn't like, wow, I've never thought of it before. Yeah. It was like, one, well, but now I have a system to actually do what I always knew I should be doing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, until you experience it, you really don't understand that part of it. Right. And then how to make it you. That's what I loved about it, is just how to make Ninja yourself and just to make it happen and yeah. pull all of it together and to make it intuition. So, um, but I was bringing by that is in the class, I had so many different people coming up to me and being like, so nice to meet you. So, you know, I love this, most Ebby or Dave Perry Miller or, or Williams True agents saying, so nice to meet you. This is a great contact to have. I do have clients occasionally that go out to the mm -hmm. lake or are interested in the lake. Please let's, let's exchange cards, get to know each other, change phone numbers. I probably had, I don't know, eight to 10. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that was amazing. Yeah. And then, but in general, I do have, uh, we do get a lot of phone calls and uh, people asking us for help and assistance. Um, and then uh, sometimes, sometimes they want to uh, co-list it. Right. And sometimes they just want to refer it out. Yeah. It really just depends on their interests and their client. Some, you know, as it is, some clients would prefer their agents having a little bit more uh, in the process because they know that agent. Um, and then some were okay with referring it out and being like, Derek can take care of you or another agent, whoever can take care of you at Ebby. Um, and then they just refer it to us. Yeah, and I think for a client, because it's staying within the Ebby family, there's a comfort level I think Absolutely. that comes with that a bit. Oh, 100%. So one of the things that is just really, really remarkable is the incredible growth in a really short period of time of the Ebby Halliday office at Cedar Creek Lake. And so, you know, mm -hmm. you live and breathe it every day. So right. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on why you think uh, that office and that team there of all these amazing agents with Natalie um, leading the way, like, you know, how has it happened in such a short amount of time, do you think? Um, I think a lot of that contributes to the, uh, the brand itself, mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, you know, Ebby in Texas obviously is just a powerhouse in the sense of just the service, the amount of... Um, uh, we go above and beyond. You know, you, you know, whenever you uh, are with an Ebby agent, you're going to be taken care of. Um, the service is going to be uh, just above. And so um, I think that has really helped because at the lake, we did have um, a lot of people that have been in business a long time, but they, had, they, they did it a certain way. Mm -hmm. Not to say that's wrong or right, they just did it a certain way. And so when Ebby came, it was almost like, oh, Look, we have this great uh, brand that just came in. So obviously, this is the place to be. This is the place to move and you know sell and buy and invest and those kind of things. Um, so I think you know obviously with you, you all's help and Natalie hiring the, you know and bringing on some of these best agents, um, that's a huge part of it. But I think the brand and then us being out there helps this, the the light go. Wait a minute, this. I do feel more comfortable investing here. Mm -hmm. You know, if Ebby's here, that means we really may have, you know, a great investment in this house. And they may, and I, and I, this happens. I have a lot of clients who buy multiple homes out there for investment purposes. Right. And I think that has a lot to do with it. It's just helping um, shift and shape 
no pun intended on the yeah. market shapers. <laughs> oh, no, it was good. <laughs> uh, but uh, but we, we shift and we shape the market. And um, people are taking notice and yeah. they're recognizing that. And they feel more comfortable with, you know, um, investing 400, 500, a million, 2 million, whatever it is. Um, they feel comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah, one of your fellow team members there, you know, said something like when, when the brand, you know, formally opened there, the, the response from some of the clientele there was like, well, finally. Yes. Like, finally, yes. the brand that we know and trust is here as well, yes. too. And so, yeah, um, so yeah that, was, that was really cool. Mm -hmm. Well, Derek, your story, just, you know, your background from building, getting into real estate, and then really moving into a new market and just, you know, getting off to such a great start. Um, I know so many of our agents are going to be inspired by that and, uh, you Thank know, you. want to kind of emulate what you've done. And so I appreciate you taking some time to share, you know, what's worked for you because it, if it works for you, it can work for someone else. And uh, oh, I really, really, really enjoyed it and appreciate you sharing everything with the team here. It was my pleasure. Yeah. So thanks Thank for you. sitting down with us today. Thank you. Everyone, thanks for joining us for this episode of Market Shapers and we'll see you next time.